Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Joel Trudell with the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo. And today we're going to be discussing the transit master plan. So before we kind of kick it off here, uh, Joel, if you want to just tell people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, thanks, Adam, and I appreciate you uh, having us on, uh, having me on today. Uh, I've been with, uh, you know, with the RM for for just, geez, about uh, about two years now, and and working within within the the senior leadership group, and and transit's one of the areas, and one of the first things that we've got to do is is, uh, take a look at our transit operation. It's, It's been quite a number of years since we actually did a a transit master plan. I think uh, oh, 2007 was the last one that was actually um, done and, and put into to force. So it, it's definitely been time to take a look at where we are today. Uh, a lot has changed in the in the last 15 to you know years or so since we had a, a last review. Uh, you know, between uh, operational technology and and um, just you know passenger technology, it's it's a completely new world as far as the transit uh, operation goes and. You know, with with our current economics and 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 the pandemic, now this is probably the most opportune time to to look at a transit master plan and the implementation of such to to reset, I guess, or to to introduce new items uh, in into the mix while our ridership is um, you know is in a state of flux and and is is you know able to adopt to to new routes or, or new concepts without trying to be in the full swing of things, so to speak. And and you're actually you're not the first to kind of come on here from the RMWB saying you know some things need to switch up from ten fifteen years ago because we just recently had some folks on uh, talking about the municipal development plan because it needed some shakeup mm-hmm. as well. So I, I would imagine it's going to be in a sense relatively similar to that. But what is the goal of the transit master plan? Well, yeah, you know the goal of the transit master plan is is really to take a look at what we do today with a critical eye. And see if it's operating effectively, efficiently, serving the needs of the of the of the region of the passengers, um, and, and quite bluntly to to take a look at some of the outdated concepts that, that exist and make recommendations for improvement. You know the the current master plan, which is posted on uh, Participate Wood Buffalo, and and I encourage people to. Uh, to visit that and take the survey, uh, covers everything from you know uh, new routes uh, to um, you know our mobility bus system, smart bus, to fare systems, transit infrastructure, transit technology, um, you know all with an eye to to roll it out over the course of a five-year or six-year period, um, so that it's manageable and that uh, you know we don't have uh, I guess sticker shock, uh, for lack of better terminology, with trying to to update everything all at once. Uh, we need to to do something um, you know methodically uh, and, and manageable bite-sized chunks so that we've got uh, the best shot of success and and we can tweak it uh, based on uh, passenger and rider feedback as we go along. So the survey that you guys have up on your website right now, how long do people have to kind of take part in that? My understanding at this point, Adam, is that survey is open to the 16th of March. Like, are people, like, are they going to be limited in what they can kind of ask for and what's going to be delivered? Like, are are there any more money going to be put towards this or is it like, no, this is the budget for transit. We're not going to budge from this and we need to make it fit within this margin. Well, yeah, Adam. I mean, it, as it sits today, I mean, you know, we've tried to to take a look at a holistic approach to transit, 
with with an eye to keep the budget in in line with today's numbers. I mean, we think uh, and we believe through through working with you know um, all of our consultants or not the all of our but our consultant group, you know that that there's some efficiencies that can be made throughout transit that'll automatically just help us uh, become more effective and more efficient and and make some changes that will make a big impact to the user group, but not a big impact to the financial requirements. So, you know, the goal that we've got is is at the very least uh, maintaining the budget, not an increase to the budget, but a maintaining of the budget. Now, uh, as we move forward, um, you know, and we we work through this program, if if things come about that, that require um, special funding or, or an increase in funding, that that's something we'll have to take to council. And being Alberta, it's a, we, like we are a massive province, and being kind of Fort McMurray, it's almost kind of like we're our own little island out here in, in Wood Buffalo, so it, it's so common that people need vehicles. How much uh, usage does pu- public transit get in Fort McMurray? You know, with you, know, you make a very good... Uh, it's, you know, uh, under normal circumstances, we were doing you know, about a million three um, trips per year. Um, how does that equate in regards to you know, other centers of our size? It's a little lower. Um, I won't dispute that, but I think there's lots of room to grow when we when we go through the updates to the system and, and make some of the streamlined changes that we've heard, particularly in regards to you know service hours, the the capacity or the the, the reduction of some of these uh, transfers and, and just making things a little bit more um, more user friendly. I think we'll see that number grow. Yeah, because that, that's something, right? I mean, we've had some pretty good cold snaps here, and nobody wants to be waiting at a, a bus stop at minus 35 for 15, 20 minutes, you know? If- yeah, well, for sure. And, and you know, with that end, we, we've we've gone and done some some medium steps. I guess we've got the transit app through through Google uh, currently that's up and running, and that'll help uh, address those minus 40 days where you're sitting outside. And you know, we do have the, the heated shelters, which, you know, we've got to fix uh, some of them uh, as as part of everything, of course, uh, but uh, you know we're we're working diligently to set up uh, standard service levels and and things of that nature to to ensure that as a go forward, we continually um, provide a high level of service to to the region and and to the ridership. We're uh, actually just going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters, Joel. But when we come back, we are going to continue chatting about the Transit Master Plan. And uh, to remind everyone as well to head over to the RMWB website to participate in that, because if you want to have a say, they are listening right now in uh, what to do with public transit here in the city and Wood Buffalo area. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Joel Trudell with the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo, and we're talking about the Transit Master Plan. Now, Joel, just before we kind of went on break here, you had mentioned about the transit infrastructure. And I remember hearing during a council meeting uh, the one time at the extensive cost that it takes to heat some of the the uh, terminal booth for bus stops. So uh, what plans are there kind of uh, looking like putting ahead for, for infrastructure moving forward? Yeah, no, you know, part of part of the master plan is, is looking at, you know, uh, setting up, um, I guess, kind of service level understandings for when a heated shelter would go through or uh, reevaluating where we have our terminal downtown. Is that the right location for, for the majority of our user group? And if it is, what should that look like? You know, our, our terminal downtown um, 
probably needs a little bit of a TLC, I would suggest, uh, you know, from you know, an outsider looking in or even an insider who uses it. Um, you know, and then you, you look at the terminals we have in Timberley and Thickwood, and is there a better way to use those to to streamline our services? So, I mean, when you look at all of the infrastructure pieces that Transit has, uh, you know, we're just really looking at how do we maximize uh, the investments that we've put in place and is the places that we have said investments, are they the right places for us? Uh, yeah, that's, that's good you mentioned that because I've seen in the, uh, uh, one of the principles of the transit network is to serve the major destinations. So what are some of the major destinations right now that you've been finding in the city? Well, you know, you've obviously got, uh, you know, downtown Mac Island, um, you know, you, you look at Keno College, uh, you, you go down south into the Gregoire, the, the industrial area, uh, you know, the airport and, and their user groups and, and, and their employee groups. Uh, our schools, you know, we, we do a lot of work with, with the public school boards from uh, the high schools and, and things of that nature. So those are, you know, in our world, uh, the major destinations um, you know, are really encapsulated in those ones. You know, the industrial areas, and like I said, Gregoire, I believe, um, is is obviously an area for that and and then looking at the areas that, that we may not be looking into uh you know then we need to look at service expansion and and getting that feedback from uh, from the users or potential users for for areas to grow into you actually had mentioned uh some of the school services there because i do notice there are a lot of parents in the uh, fort mcmurray area that drive their kids to school and so how, how like how what way is that being looked at to try to get, uh, you know, less parents having to drive their kids to school and uh, make it easier for kids to take these buses to school? You know, we work closely with both the, the uh, public and, and Catholic school board in regards to, to the, you know, the school services we provide for the high schools and, and things of that nature around town. And um, it, it's, you know, parents driving their kids to school is, is always going to be part and parcel of, of having kids, I would suggest. Um, you know, we're working to, to, uh, to find ways to make it easier to, to take feedback from parents through our through this uh, through these interactions, uh, you know, finding what maybe is their their trepidations or their concerns and why they wouldn't use it to you know to figure out a way to make it user friendly, whether that be through uh, um, you know a parent slash student guidebook you know that we give out at uh, at September or August. Say you know here's the fears of using transit. You know here's what you go about because we've heard that. Uh, that was one of the the concerns or the barriers to to using uh, transit for for some of these students and parents. So, we are open to to suggestions and and trying to enhance that uh, quite a bit actually. And and then obviously when you add technology, uh, it gets a little bit more uh, user friendly uh, because it's in the palm of your hand literally. Yeah, I mean, if I can see a little tracker or whatever like that to see, okay, the bus I need is right here, and it's going to be at my location in four minutes. You know, kind of like uh, no, no different than ordering a uh, skip the dishes or something. I can see, oh, my driver's here in three minutes. Perfect. I, I'll get ready yeah. now. Um, and, and another thing about being user-friendly, I know a big issue is reducing transfers because it's no different if we're booking a flight somewhere, I know myself personally, if I'm going on vacation, I want to book a flight with as little transfers as possible. But sometimes I, I get how that's difficult because how do you reduce transfers while making sure you're not driving empty buses around as well? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So how do we like how do you even go about looking at that? Well, when you, if you, if you look through the master plan, there's there's some different things. You know, you know they've got core networks and and uh, you know community networks and, and then you know on demand components to it. And 
what we heard, you know, from some of the engagement obviously was was obviously the reduction of transfers and, and having to go through one or two uh, potential terminals at, at every stop or every, uh, for every journey was just not feasible. So we took back and said, okay, what do we have for options as far as express or, or, or reduced transfer options? So, so there are, you know, a couple of good options in, in this world, um, or sorry, in this package um, that I think would see, you know, the areas from, from Timberley and Thickwood uh, through downtown into Gregoire get service uh, quite uh, quite good, uh, particularly in the, the mornings and the afternoons when, uh, when people are trying to get to and from work, um, which would reduce the number of transfers uh, quite quite significantly uh, so that's part and part and parcel of the master plan that you know we've we heard loud and clear and and they worked hard to to look at the uh, express service and and you know taking the the community service and bringing it in um, frequently but but not so frequent that it's going to slow the entire system down uh, so right now um, just for people to know if somebody wanted to take the bus today uh, are, are they needing a pocket full of change is they, can they pay this on an app like how are how can somebody just jump on the bus yeah so right today uh there's there's really two methods it's it's through the pass system or through uh you know through change um you know a buck 50. uh part and parcel of our our master plan is is reviewing our fare structure to um to see where we sit in regards to affordability and and, and determining you know how should a, a transit network like ours you know be provided um and what options exist i mean again um 2007 to 2022 fare systems have uh, have evolved greatly and uh, one thing we are good at is operating uh, buses at times we're not great uh, as um, individuals being aware of all of the market technology that exists and that's why you know using a consultant such as we have here is is beneficial because these guys they're abreast of all the technology out there um, they know more about you know the nuances of of mobile fare payments or app fare payments and and the things like that. So so part of the part and parcel of of this is for them to come and and you know give us some recommendations on on fare systems that we could move forward to um, implement uh, and those things such as you know uh, having it on your mobile phone, um, having it scan and and near field communicate right directly into the buses, having uh, you know having it mobile upload to to your what have you while still keeping the the you know the change component to it for for those that need it um you know we obviously keep in mind that not everyone has a smartphone and not everyone has access to all these things but the vast majority do so you know we need to start looking at modernizing our pair our fair payment systems we're just going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters, Joel. But when we come back, we are going to just uh, finish up here because I do want to ask you a bunch more about the Transit Master Plan. And just to remind everybody, to, uh, there's there's two weeks still if you want to participate in it, but it's participate.rmwb.ca. So you can go to the Transit Master Plan. You can see what ideas are already up there. And you can also give your ideas, too, of how, how can public transit be made better in uh, in the area. So if you want, you got two more weeks. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
We're back with Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Joel Trudell with the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo. And today we're talking about the Transit Master Plan. And if you don't know what that is, that's essentially giving everybody, residents and uh, of the area, a chance to get their say on how public transit can be made better in the city. If you could just go on the RMWB website and uh, participate in the Transit Master Plan, you can say, hey, I, I want this or I prefer this or this would be better for me. Go on there. They might end up changing it because they are looking at this. Uh, now, Joel, uh, I did want to ask you because I am looking at the Transit Master Plan right now, and you have on here something called a smart bus. What is that? Yeah, uh, our, our smart bus program, uh, which stands for Special Mobility Assistance Required Transportation, uh, serves uh, you know those folks in the community that, that have a a difficult time or a more challenging time maybe using the, the conventional system. Uh, well, all of our conventional units uh, have capacity for um, mobility devices such as wheelchairs. Some folks just need a bit more uh, dedicated attention and, and that's what this service is for. And Part of the master plan is, is doing a lot of consultation with, with folks who use that um, and understanding any um, any hiccups or barriers to entry so that we can try to make it more streamlined and more effective and, and more efficient for, for the community uh, as a whole. Uh, it's a significant part of what we do in transit and uh, we want to make it as user-friendly as possible and uh, that's a big part of why we're doing this today. So uh, right now, uh, does like Fort McMurray has smart buses on hand that they're using within the system? Uh, yeah, today we we run uh, seven smart buses a day, which are, are you know pretty much constantly booked and and full um, with with the existing user groups. And you know, as uh, we went through the pandemic, uh, we made some changes up and down to to reflect requirements. And you know, part of part of the master plan is is taking a look at you know future planning and and how do we move forward to to make that system even more flexible. Uh, to grow and, and to adjust and to to provide these services that that everyone is is you know going to need eventually potentially um, you know it's it's one of these things that we've we've got to keep top of mind. Um, so right now, if if somebody with accessibility needs needed to take public transit, is there a way that they can know if a smart bus is coming to their stop? Like, will they be able to know, or do they have to call someone? How does how does that work for them? Yeah, well, in today's world, uh, you know, they have to, to go through an application process just to make sure it's everything is, uh, you know, they, the qualifications are met. And then once you get through that, you, you give us you give us a call and, and book it in advance. And you know, it, it's really more so door to door service um, than stop to stop, which you would find in your conventional. Um, and you know, as we go through this master plan, there's conversations and discussion points in here around technology enhancements and and things of that nature, which would make it um, a little more user friendly. So you could book through your website, or you could book through your phone, or you could still pick up the phone and call um, call Transit to to arrange a ride. And um, you know, with that being said, as we move forward, you know, part of these things like on demand uh, would allow for a bit more interactive trip management. So if something were to change, you know, throughout the day, uh, it, it, the system, the computer potentially could reroute and, and make some adjustments to make the system a lot more uh, effective and efficient in, in real time uh, versus uh, what we have today or what we've been having, which is, you know, manual trip management and journey management, which while effective um, is not, you know, cutting edge technology of today. 
Okay, and before, I don't want to steal too much of your time, so I will kind of leave you now to, if you want to give one final plug for people to head over and take part in the master plan or, or something you want to just, just send out right now. Yeah, no, uh, I appreciate your time today, Adam, and, and really my, my message is we are at a, a critical point in transit and this, this master plan, and I, I really hope everyone with an interest in transit or, or you know, the mobility gets gets to go to participate Wood Buffalo and, and fills out the survey, and, and you know, uh, we need to, to hear that feedback so that what we bring forward here is going to be uh, the best, most well-rounded, um, engaged plan possible. It's it's you know the transit system that runs in McMurray is is here for the folks that use it. It's it's uh, it's everybody's transit system, and and we need to hear as many voices as possible to make sure it it represents everybody in in the community. Very well said, because as somebody who's using it on your end, you might just not know what difficulty that issue that person is having. A person might have a have an issue that's like a real like mind blower, like oh. Yeah, we never thought of that. That's an excellent idea. So, yeah, people can take part for sure. Yeah, Adam, one thing I've learned in life, uh, you, you know, you don't know what you don't know, and many minds are better than one. So, uh, you know, we, we encourage all feedback. There's usually uh, sometimes we can make changes, sometimes we can't, but we can at least explain why certain things can't be made. Um, and, and much like everything in life, we, we never get to, to make the changes as quick as we want. Uh, it takes time to, to plan these things out, but, uh, but we do have a desire to, to get as much feedback as possible uh, to, to tailor and, and make this transit system uh, in all its forms and components uh, as best it can be for the citizens and the riders and, and you know, ideally to, to be one of the top, uh, top systems in Alberta and hopefully in Canada. Well, fantastic. Joel, thank you very much. I do uh, thoroughly appreciate you coming and talking to us today. I really appreciate it. No, Adam, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Big thanks again to Joel Trudell from the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo for joining us today to talk about the Transit Master Plan. Again, if you want to have your say in how public transit works in the area, uh, this is your chance. Just head over to the RMWB website and you can find all that out. Uh, this is all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters, but if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com, where a fresh episode of the podcast is uploaded every day. Just click on the news section. I'm Adam Ophis. I will chat with you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.